0: The Federal Fair Labor Standards Act, also known as FLSA, requires employers to pay non-exempt employees at least $7.25 per hour for all hours worked. However, many states and local jurisdictions have higher minimum wage rates. Employers subject to multiple minimum wage requirements will need to figure out which rate applies. Welcome to HRpreneur, a podcast by ADP. This is Jim Duffy. Today, we'll talk about minimum wage requirements with Merrill Gutterman. Merrill works as counsel here at ADP. Meryl, as always, thanks for joining me.
1: Hi, Jim. Thanks for having me. Uh,
0: so, Meryl, before we get into minimum wage rules, let's talk for a moment about the FLSA. Can you please provide us a brief overview?
1: Sure. So the FLSA requires employers to pay non-exempt employees at least the federal minimum wage for each hour worked, as well as any overtime pay for all hours worked over 40 in a work week. Hours worked includes not only productive time, meaning time spent working, but also certain non-productive time like rest breaks, travel time, and training time.
0: Great. Thank you for that. The FLSA also allows for exemptions from the overtime and minimum wage requirements. Can you tell us a little more about that?
1: Absolutely. So certain employees, such as those who work in certain administrative, professional, and executive jobs, are exempt from the SLSA's overtime and minimum wage requirements. And so they're often known as exempt employees. And to be considered an exempt employee, you need to satisfy three tests, uh, the salary level test, the salary basis test, and a duties test. Essentially, that means that workers need to earn a set salary of at least $684 for every week that they perform work. And an employee's primary duties have to meet certain criteria. on top of that there are also exemptions for computer professionals and outside sales employees but those have different criteria and then in addition to federal exemption status there are many states that have their own salary and duties tests for determining whether an employee is exempt from overtime under state rules and in many cases the state criteria is harder to meet than the federal criteria.
0: All right so when we're talking about non-exempt employees how does an employer determine whether they're covered by a particular minimum wage requirement?
1: Virtually all employers are covered by the FLSA's minimum wage requirements, though coverage under state and local minimum wage laws may vary by jurisdiction. Uh, for example, some state and local minimum wage requirements only apply to businesses of a certain size um, or employees who perform a certain number of work hours in that city, um, and in many cases, this, threshold is is relatively low, such as two hours of work in a city. So I would recommend employers check their state and their local law for details. And if more than one minimum wage rate applies, then make sure you're complying with the highest rate. Great.
0: Uh, Can you walk us through an example where state and city requirements differ?
1: Sure. So if the state minimum wage is $9 an hour for example and the local minimum wage is $11 an hour, then the employer should pay their non-exempt employees who work in that city at least $11 per hour since it's higher than the state minimum wage of 9 and the federal minimum wage of 7.25 an hour.
0: All right, Merrill, can we walk through a couple of scenarios? What if a business is in a city with a $10 minimum wage? It has an employee who works for the business in a nearby city with an $11 minimum wage. Which rate applies to that employee?
1: Well, minimum wage rates are typically based on where the employee performs work. So, if the applicable minimum wage where the employee works is $11 per hour, the employer should pay the employee at least that rate.
0: Okay. So, another scenario. What happens if an employer has an employee who works some of their time in a city with a $10 minimum wage? and some of their time in a city with an $11 minimum wage.
1: If both minimum wages would apply to the employee and the state minimum wage is lower than both, then the employer generally has two options. They can pay the employee at least $10 per hour for the hours worked at the first city and at least $11 per hour for the hours worked in the second city, Or they can pay $11 per hour for hours worked in both cities because that would just ease the administrative burden of having to track two different hourly rates.
0: Got it. Uh, Several state and local minimum wage rates are scheduled to increase on July 1. Can you name a few, please?
1: Sure. Yeah, that's right. Um, The most common schedule for minimum wage increases is typically January 1st or July 1st. So, there are some jurisdictions that increase their minimum wage rates at other times of the year, um, but California, Chicago, Maryland, Nevada, Oregon, and DC, um, just to name a few, have scheduled increases for this coming July. So, make sure that you're checking your state and local law to make sure you're complying with any um, increases.
0: Great. Thank you. Uh, let's address some other considerations. Uh, for example, tipped employees. Can they be paid less than the minimum wage?
1: The short answer is no, though they may get to that minimum wage differently. Um, Under the FLSA, a tipped employee is defined as somebody who customarily and regularly receives more than $30 per month in tips. That said, state or local law may have a different definition of tipped employee. Um, also, under the FLSA, employers have to pay tipped employees at least $2.13 per hour in direct cash wages, and then up to $5.12 in tips per hour can be applied toward meeting that total $7.25 per hour federal minimum wage. Um, the difference between the hourly minimum wage and the hourly rate you pay a tipped employee is called a tip credit. And employers need to provide certain information to employees before they can use the tip credit and they may count only tips received by the employee in applying that tip credit. Um, All that said, there are some states and local jurisdictions that require a higher hourly rate for tipped employees or they may prohibit tip credits entirely. Again, this is an area that employers are going to want to check with their applicable law and even counsel sometimes just to make sure you're complying.
0: All right. So one last consideration that may not be on every employer's mind, that's uh, posting minimum wage notices. Can you talk about what's required?
1: Sure, so most jurisdictions do require employers to post an up-to-date minimum wage notice in the workplace. Um, Typically when a new minimum wage rate takes effect, the state or the city will publish a new notice and then employers can post that notice. Um, State and federal posters are available for download Um, in the HR 411 section of RUN powered by ADP and ADP clients who have the Labor Law Poster Compliance Update Service also receive updated posters automatically. Um, Your state and your city may have additional notice requirements so again make sure you're checking the jurisdiction that you're in um, to make sure you're complying with those requirements.
0: So where can employers find each state and city minimum wage?
1: So, in addition to the resources available on H.R. 411, uh, the federal government and many state and local governments publish information on minimum wage on their websites, and also the U.S. Department of Labor publishes a list of state minimum wage rates that you can access online.
0: Excellent. Thank you, Merrill. Uh, it's very helpful to clarify the federal, state, and local minimum wage rules and how to establish proper employer pay practices. And it's also a helpful reminder to understand the importance of posting all applicable minimum wage notices in each work location. So thanks very much for sharing your expertise. And I wanna thank you all for listening to HRpreneur. Thanks again for joining us, be well.